All right, we're live on everything. We're live on Facebook. We're live on Twitch. We're live on our podcast recording device. Live from San Gabriel, California. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy. We have returned, returned Return. to the Nostalgic Podcast <laughs> Studio, aka Nostalgic Books and Comics, here in San Gabriel, California. Uh, we have Pete back. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you, you were out on the injury report last week for <laughs> stomach. Mm-hmm. You were you were not feeling well. Yeah. So you are you are you're back. You're back from injury. Unfortunately, Sam had to be a good dad today. Uh. So uh, I already knew from last week. I already knew he, uh, his, one of his coworkers was asking to cover for him uh, for for this week. He's like, oh no, I can't cover. <laughs> Like, I have to take care of the kids. Baby mama's out of town. Oh, man. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I already knew. That's why I, I put out the clarion call on Facebook for for people. to. Mm-hmm. We, we, I wanted I wanted to have a guest, a third chair. It's always fun to have a third person to chime in, to yeah, speak. Yeah. We, we like feedback. Obviously, we enjoy it when our live audience chimes in and gives us information, when they give us questions or, or comments. So we, this isn't an interactive show. This isn't just... Me sitting here, masturbatory, like <laughs> listening to myself speak. This is we like to talk, we like to discuss. So, let I, I'm going to start with a quick story because mm-hmm. I, I promised my lady Rosa I would tell this story. Oh boy! Because on my way over here, because mm-hmm. I literally got here like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I got here 15 minutes ago. I was uh, hanging out with my lady Rosa. Mm-hmm. And she has two cats, lovely, lovely young ladies, little little uh, Yogi and Tina. And Tina is a little bit more peculiar. Yogi is adorable and cute. Tina is a little bit more peculiar. Yeah. She doesn't like to poop where she's supposed to. Oh, no. She will poop anywhere except her litter box. And so we were in the kitchen where I was was helping Rosa make her dinner. And then we saw Tina was getting ready to drop the deuce. And we're like, and both were like, Tina. Tina, no, Tina, <laughs> Tina, Tina. And of course, me being the idiot that I am, I'm like, no, I am going to go put, I'm going to go literally put my foot down. <laughs> oh, no. No, so, no, I didn't stop on it. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. I, I did not step in it, no. But I was like, I was like, I stopped on the ground mm-hmm. just where I was standing to get her to move. I, I, I stomped on the ground. I literally scared the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I made her pinch the loaf. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I was like, you see, bloop, and boom, bolt. <laughs> And we could not stop laughing for 10 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> I would have been here five minutes earlier if we hadn't been laughing for, for 10 minutes. Oh, my Lord. Because I was like, oh, my God, Tina! <laughs> and I'm like chasing her down to make sure she wasn't pooping anywhere else in Rosa's house. But I literally, like, Dude. you always hear, you know, oh, God, God, I got the scared shit. I got the shit scared out of me. I scared the shit out of poor Tina. The adorable, cute little black cat. <laughs> if you want to see her, you can follow Rosa's Instagram. So she's doing thirty-one. Like for people, you know, in October, she's doing thirty-one days of her black cat. Because <laughs> oh, it's a black cat Halloween time. <laughs> her poor kitty. I literally scared the shit out of her. <laughs> I, I was dead. I was laughing oh, so hard. Man. The poor cat. She was like terrified. Oh, because she. I'd finally been bonding with her. Because normally she doesn't like to take to people. She. Mm-hmm. She. She's like a normal human. She doesn't like people. <laughs> But her and I have been getting along. She's been letting me pet her. She's been mm-hmm. hanging out with us. Like, oh, the four of us will be on the couch. Like, oh, Tina's here with us. Because normally, her other cat, Yogi, oh, she just loves the attention. Yeah, cuddle me, big man. <laughs> cuddle me, big bald slave. Bring me food. Now pet me. <laughs> the other cat, Tina, she's a little bit more standoffish. She, she, she's more reserved. She keeps her distance. Like, I don't trust you, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know you, bald man. But she's finally, after a few months, she's finally yeah. 
come around, but now I've, I think I've undone everything yeah, I think with one did. stomp <laughs> to the ground. Right? Literally scared the shit out of her. That's pretty funny, man. It is quite hilarious. Oh, man. You know what was unintentionally funny? What's that? Venom. Oh, yeah. God, Venom. And you know what? Normally, I I normally like to stay spoiler-free, but man, it was bad. I, I mean, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. I mean, well, it wasn't, okay, you know, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't yeah. Batman versus Superman terrible. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't as bad as those movies. Mm-hmm. And I tried to go mm-hmm. in with no expectations, but I kind of had a feeling it wasn't going to be great. Yeah. But man, it... it I think my, my quote is, it. this feels like what Marvel <laughs> movies were like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but see... This is in the vein of like Spider-Man 3. That's what this movie felt like I to don't me. Know that, oh, man. almost. <laughs> oh, like, it's no. a plot from that era. Like a Daredevil. Yeah. Like an Elektra. Like a well, Ghost Rider. I think what it was, was it... Uh, the, <laughs> the, you just missed the Tina story, Rosa. <laughs> Rosa just joined us on Facebook Live. She just missed the story about her cat. <laughs> But I think what it was was it it, it really held really close to the, the source material in the sense that it felt like a Venom comic from the nineties. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and then it, that, I, for for better or for worse. But I feel like at the same time, though, like, ironically, I think it really had that kind of Sam Raimi feel to it, where it was it was silly at points, but it was kind of cool. Like he looked cool. Like he yeah, looked, it I, looked the part, but only missing the you know, the yeah. spider logo yeah. because he obviously was hey. Art, thanks for joining us, Art. But the, the thing is, too, like I think I think people going in, like if you don't know what you're getting yourself into, like yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna oh, this is pretty bad. Like it was all right, it wasn't perfect. I feel like there right. was there was uh, I, I we talked about this the day after we saw it. Like I felt like the, the first chunk when we, we set up Eddie Brock and his whole thing that was way too long. I slept through it, <laughs> yeah, because uh, we, we caught a late show. Yeah. We caught that sucker at ten forty. So after trailers, that sucker started like eleven. Yeah. And I'm an old man, so I'm like, oh, it's eleven o'clock. I should be asleep by now. And I slept through those first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I completely missed the origin of Eddie Brock. I'm like, he's a what a reporter. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that that was the thing that they could have gotten over a little bit quicker. I think it's like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, they wanted you to care for him, I guess, but it was just kind of like, eh, he's Eddie Brock. It's just, you see him rise. You see him fall. Yeah, it's like, all right, we get it. Um. And it was kind of a weird mo- uh, the way they modernized them. Like he, like he, he basically works for Vice, right? Like, yeah, like, you know, it, like, it seemed like it was more like it was because he was a he was a newspaper reporter yeah. before. Now he's you know, internet reporter. <laughs> and, and I think that was the thing too. Like I always liked that idea. It's like well, because they got rid of the whole Spider Man side of it. Obviously, they can't use Spider Man. They this. can't use Spider Man. No, um, but I think that, that that's the only thing that they kind of I think felt kind of hurt his origin. I always liked the origin, the fact that. He was writing this article about this serial killer that was a sin eater, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then he was like, "Winning, you know, everyone was talking. Oh, he's gonna win his award, and then Spider-Man catches the real sin eater, and that's mm-hmm. why he hates Spider-Man because he ruined he ruined his career. Yeah. Oh, he caught the real one. Oh no, oh, that was mostly me. <laughs> yeah. And so that was always like I, I think felt like that was a little better. That's a better origin than what we got in the movie, where it was just kind of like, oh, this rich guy just. He pissed off this rich guy who kind of like ruined, screwed, ruined his career. Ruined his career. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad. I lost my job and I, I betrayed my girlfriend to get this cool scoop. Yeah. And uh, I fucked up my life. <laughs> That's why I'm like, it's kind of tough to, you know, get behind someone when they fucked up, you know, they yeah. made fucked up decisions. I mean, yeah, he was trying to do it for the greater good. Yeah. He was just like, he kind of did it in a fuck, roundabout fucked up way that <laughs> fucked up his life. And you see, he's like, Sad and oh, I'm, I'm sad that he broke. I'm yeah. shopping at a convenience store yeah. for a burrito. I'm like, 
the fuck? That's when around I woke up for yeah. that. I woke up around that. I was like, I, I, I kind of gained my senses completely around that point where he yeah. was kind of just like watching the, the Asian lady get head all, held up and like, oh, can't do anything about it yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? And yeah, but that's the thing. I think that's what it was. They were trying to go for that 90s. It was very close to the source material. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, no, the, it, like uh, almost like play by play to yeah. like freaking uh, the, the lethal protector, right? Or yeah, lethal protector in San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I don't know. For what it was, it it was cool. Like, I, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. I, I you know, uh, one of my friends, Lamar Harris, a frequent contributor on the show, like, he hated it. He mm-hmm. like, he, I guess I don't know. Maybe he's gotten too used to the. The, well, I think that's part of it. More co- cohesive plots and better <laughs> source material. The the, the 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 standard MCU movies. <laughs> but, well, yeah, but again, again, this isn't this isn't an MCU movie. Like, it's, it's not. You know, a lot of people think it is. You know, they, they, and people are being bamboozled to think yeah. it's an MCU movie. But I think at the same time, it's like it's like it's just Venom isn't a character I, I think would work as a standalone movie because he's always been a Spider Man bad guy. Yeah. You know, but, mm-hmm. I mean, for what it was, I think it worked. I think, it, you yeah, know, um, yeah, I don't like, know. Because they introduced like they they really like went all in with the symbiotes. Yeah, symbiotes, <laughs> symbiote, symbiotic relationship, <laughs> symbiotes. But the, the thing that drives me nuts, especially online, is all these people are becoming like venom experts. Like you're like, oh, they changed this, this, and that. Like it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that bothered me from all these people complaining, like, oh, it would have been so much better if it was rated R. I'm like, See, no, that's the thing too. Like, like, I, I don't feel like they they would other than like blood. What more would have they have had added in, in rated R? You know what I mean? Like it, it wouldn't have added anything. All these, like uh, I see all these freaking like online freaking experts. Yeah, these yeah. Like, like oh oh the forty minutes of footage that they cut out of the movie. I'm like it probably wasn't very good. Yeah, <laughs> you, the, the, these Hollywood editors. Sorry, internet dudes. These editors, they kind of know what they're doing. <laughs> they're professionals. <laughs> This is what they do for a living. You sit at home eating Cheetos off your belly, <laughs> masturbating to Bowsette. They edit movies. <laughs> and then we're going to get that eventually. They're going to release like a R-rated Blu-ray or whatever. You know it's going to happen. Oh, see, and right there, TFM on Facebook Live, having an R-rated R-rating does not make the writing better. Yeah, it, does, no. it doesn't fix no. the plot. Yeah. Just, Deadpool was R, but that, that kind of fit to like the theme. Mm-hmm. It had, it actually had a good plot, yeah. good writing on top. Like you know, uh, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. You know, the R rating, your radar stuff, that is ice cream on top of your cake. Yeah. Like if you have a good cake, then if you add on more violence and gratuitousness, then yeah. oh, it, it can enhance. Oh, yeah. this is a good combination. If you have a cake made of shit, <laughs> and you put a scoop of ice cream on top of it. You're still eating shit. We have Edgar Allan Ho on Twitch. <laughs> Welcome, Edgar Allan Ho. <laughs> yeah, and then the realistic, like, it was pretty violent for what it, it was really violent. I mean, because I mean, honestly, he was biting heads off. And, yeah, like, and they were <laughs> explaining, like, they didn't show heads biting off. I mean,. Yeah. But it's just, uh, but it still wasn't like it wasn't like an. There off. were some cutaways. There yeah. were there were cutaways like where like he speared that one dude, yeah. and like oh you and you expect to see freaking blood and everything. But okay, we didn't see that, but we know that dude got impaled. Yeah, <laughs> they cut away from it, <laughs> it just enough so they can keep the PG thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's not like they excised it where he's just throwing teddy bears. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, the way everyone make it, makes it sound like oh PG thirteen is like he's throwing teddy bears at people, he's shooting rainbows from his yeah. mouth. <laughs> Your mother's a classy lady! 
<laughs> like that that's how I like that's why I think everyone I imagine these people think that oh PG-13 yeah. automatically makes it like this no we, we gotta they worked in the PG-13 fuck yeah <laughs> like he's they, they worked a fuck in a non-sexual yeah <laughs> within context fuck <laughs> yeah and, they worked a fuck in it, it, I, I, I don't see how yeah like, like yeah. R would not have saved this movie or made it better it wouldn't have been, it yeah, wouldn't have enhanced it I, yeah I feel like it, it, it I don't know. Maybe Ed Ground Ho on Twitch says maybe some people enjoy eating shit. <laughs> and you know what? I think some people do. <laughs> but there's the thing like it just, yeah, it, it was, a lot of people liked the Venom movie. Yeah, and... I mean, I, for what it was, I enjoyed it. I think it was you know I, I went into it hearing like I didn't read any reviews. I just saw headlines and mm-hmm. it was like it was kind of worrisome when they were comparing it to Catwoman or like yeah, that, that, see, it wasn't that. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm kind of happy. Oh wow, it was pretty bad, but yeah, it's I guess in in freaking comparison, I don't know, just mm-hmm. compared to like we just came off of Black Panther, mm-hmm. we just came off of freaking Infinity War, and like we get Venom, it's like whoa, it's like I you just kind of see that you know they they kind of drop yeah. off in quality. Unfortunately, oh. just plot wise, it's it, yeah. See, uh, Irv, now we talk about on on Facebook Live. It doesn't change the fact it's another Sony Universe movie, which mm-hmm. Sony has kind of yeah. like dropped the ball. Uh, well, okay, and this compared to the, the last couple Amazing movies. Spider-Man like, Two. It, it was better than that. It was better. Yeah, than no, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man Two yeah. was really bad. Amazing Spider-Man One was okay. Yeah, it was yeah. like it, it was not Spider-Man Three. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think that made it better by default, mm-hmm. not being Spider-Man Three. Spider-Man Three is probably just There's, hands yeah. down the worst <laughs> Spider-Man movie. <laughs> And, uh, and obviously, as we talked about many, uh, many, many months ago, Spider-Man one and two have not aged well. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> the time has been unkind to those movies. Well, I mean, I think with those two, like, I, I think it's it's that's another problem. Like, I was it was about, a different era. Yeah, it was a different era, and also like, uh, I don't know, you can't really compare it to like, this true stuff, and like mm-hmm. even, even like now, like I think it's, it's an unfair comparison compared to like modern superhero movies. It's just you have to go into it. You know, blank, you have to go blank slate. Yeah, otherwise you're gonna be disappointed, or you're gonna like. Mm. It's just like that's the thing. Like we're always talking about this, like like the Agent of Shield. The reason a lot of people were so disappointed in that first season was because it, was, it wasn't it, the Avengers. It wasn't the Avengers, yeah. and that's how. But that's ABC's fault. They kind of promoted it that way. They they, they they pimped it out as, oh, this is. Did you love the Avengers movie <laughs> yeah. last this past summer? Get ready for Agents of Shield. We're gonna be in a plane <laughs> the entire first season. <laughs> But that's the thing you like once but once you accept it's not the Avengers, it's alright. It works. You know what? I have I have several friends who enjoy that oh, show. Oh yeah, I enjoy it. I still oh, watch it. You still watch I'm, it? I'm, yeah. Uh, a, a couple of a, a lady nerd friends of mine, they 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 keep they can you ask me, Oh, do you watch that show? And I'm like, No. I'm like, <laughs> I quit Well, to be fair, I've quit a lot of yeah. <laughs> I've quit almost all the superhero yeah. shows. Just flat out, I, I can't watch any of them anymore. It's like in between, like I'm like, it's not good enough for me to cut time out of something else. Like if mm-hmm. they were better, then I'd, I'd then I'd cut away time. So I'd rather watch Japanese pro wrestling <laughs> than watch whatever's going on in the see, Arrowverse or whatever's going on in Agents of Shield. But see, okay, see that, that's weird. Like, it seems like you, you have a weird standard, though. No, because, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a time value proposition. No, I understand that, but it's all, but it's all. Uh, your point of view because it's my point of view. Yeah, you, you've shown me some of the some of the stuff that you enjoy. It's kind of silly. It's pretty dumb. Hell yeah, it's silly. I'm entertained. Well, I want entertainment. <laughs> yes, man. Man flips man with his dick. But some of the Japanese stuff I see, well, that that's not well. Technically, some of them. That viral video did come from DDT yeah. Pro in Japan. But uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's, it's a value proposition. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I, I like that. Like, like this past like as we were sleeping this morning, some big stuff happened in Japan. And I read about at six in the morning today. I was like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I was like waking up. I'm like, oh fuck! A lot of cool shit happened. I gotta watch that on my freaking New Japan World app later on tonight, later tonight or tomorrow afternoon. But it, again, it's like again, it's it's that value proposition. Mm-hmm. Am I enjoying this enough? Like. A case in point, The Flash. Mm-hmm. I really like the first two seasons of The Flash. I fucking love that show. It's like that was my favorite show on television. Fuck yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Season three, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it, it went from like, <laughs> like as soon as I go, oh, DC Alpha Directive number two, Flash my Flashpoint. <laughs> no, he doesn't have the Flashpoint. He doesn't always have the fucking time. He must Flashpoint, and then the, the show was irreparably broken for me for, mm-hmm. from then. The only thing I, the only I enjoyed was when you had me watch uh, the Crisis on Earth yeah. X last. I enjoyed the shit out of that. But beyond that, I see they're they're bringing in his they're bringing in the daughter now. Yeah, from the future. <laughs> so I yeah, but it, it, yeah, again, it's just it, am I enjoy is am I still enjoying this enough yeah. to c- commit time to it? Yeah, we watched Venom because we want to talk about it today. Yeah, because <laughs> even Rosso was asking me, "Is like are you uh, are you excited for this movie?" I'm like. Not really. I'm excited to talk about it on Monday, but I'm not excited to watch yeah. it. Like I, it wasn't like the the anticipation. Oh, Black Panther looks really good. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, Infinity War, yes. Yeah. Like, even Ant Man and Wasp. That looked like I was gonna be a good ass fun time. Mm-hmm. This one, I was just like, all right, let's see how this goes. <laughs> like this is gonna make a good talk, some good talking points for about twenty. <laughs> 50, yeah. uh, this is gonna give us about fifteen to twenty minutes of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the following Monday. But uh, but uh, to be fair, I, I, I am interested in the sequel. They, they did leave a setup yeah. for a sequel because yeah. naturally they didn't know it. Well, it, I think we're going to get that sequel because oh, yeah. the, the numbers you were giving me, uh, it made $80 million domestic. Mm-hmm. It beat A Star is Born, much to the chagrin of a bunch of bots. <laughs> yeah. The bots that we were talking about last week that mm-hmm. were trying to push A Star is Born over Venom, yeah. it, it handily defeated A Star is Born. Yeah, by a lot. I by a, a, 40, uh, a Star is Born made $42 million. Oh. I'm sure all, A Star is Born is going to win all the Oscars, oh, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, if you have a drinking problem, do not watch A Star is Born. Oh, man. <laughs> if you're a person in recovery, do not watch that movie. <laughs> trigger warning. That's uh, a trigger warning on that one. And, uh, and then you were telling me worldwide, 125 million. So a total of $200 million. And apparently the movie was had a $100 million budget. I can believe that. Yeah. So, I, I about, about like 80, 80 million of that was the, the uh, Venom and the, <laughs> the, the, or the Venom orgy with the other symbiote at the end. <laughs> It was awkward. I'm gonna uh, be honest. That, that that there was an orgy at the end between Venom and the other symbiote, and that was, that was it was it was pretty awkward. I was yeah. like, oh. I'm like, I can't tell. <laughs> are, are they fighting or are they fucking? <laughs> I, I can't tell the difference. See, the two was, symbiotes. I don't know. That was that, that was my one big thing about that movie that bugged me was that they already had their names. Like the they, they already knew. I'm Venom. Yeah. I'm Riot. <laughs> and it's like they were like not just they had names, but they were like. Adjectives, <laughs> you know, like, like we we, you know, we listen uh, to Earth broadcasts, so we like these Earth adjectives. Yeah, I'm right, and it's just kind of like that was the only thing that bugged me. I was like, that's kind of weird, <laughs> like you know. Like, I you know, it, it, uh, I think stuff uh, <laughs> sacrifices had to be made for the sake of plot. <laughs> Although I think you know what I think we'd be bitching the other way around if like if like I need a name, let me turn on the television. <laughs> right. Look, there's a riot going on. <laughs> I will call myself. Right. <laughs> oh man, this thing inside me—it feels like poison, almost like <laughs> venom. I will call myself. Hey, Eddie, 
<laughs> you know, I did enjoy the interactions yeah. between Eddie and Venom. Like yeah. the, the the voice in his head. Yeah. And they kept playing up. They had, no one else can hear him. Yeah. Unless he makes the face that comes out of the side. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was reading how, like, uh, like Tom Hardy was so... Uh, he did both voices. Oh, really? He did both voices. He did the other voice, yeah. too. Oh, that's cool. So, apparently, uh, he would feel, he would record the Venom voice uh, at the start of every day, mm-hmm. and then they would put an earwig in him, and then he, would actually, he was actually reacting to Venom talking to him. <laughs> you know what? Kudos. Yeah. You know, right. Tom, you know, at the end of the day, you know, and honestly, that was the one thing that kind of gave me hope. You know, Tom Hardy, that man is a professional. Yeah. The man has given us <laughs> many good things. And he's also given us other things. <laughs> other creative choices that he's made. Yeah, I, I really feel like they toned down. Because um, in that first trailer, he had that really thick, whatever that accent was, right? Like, what? Uh, uh, this movie set in San Francisco, why does he sound like a weird New Yorker? Yeah. <laughs> but they, you know, they did tone... I'm Eddie Block! Yeah, they toned it down. Right? Like, it wasn't as, as bad. I'll see right here. Uh, Ghost Brain on Twitch says, The man is willing to let a parasite bore into his head for the sake of good acting. Sir Hardy, you are all right by me. I, I agree with you, Ghost Brain, on Twitch. Yeah, you know, He's a great actor. I mean, yeah. God. The man let his dick hang out when that movie Bronson. That's right. <laughs> he was all... You know what? That movie was really good. I watched that as part of the... the when I when I did the 366 movies in 366 days. Mm-hmm. That was, I was like, oh, that was really good. I'm like, I can't... There's a real dude out there who like who yeah. just professionally went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> he's professionally a jail man. <laughs> and Tom Hardy played the shit out of that. Obviously, I think one of my favorite performances of his is Inception. Mm-hmm. I, think, I thought he was amazing in that. I think that's where Chris Nolan's like, oh, you're really good. Do you want to be Bane? <laughs> yes! I would very much like to be Bane! <laughs> And, and, then, and then that's the thing too. Like that's, uh, I always give uh, Tom Hardy props for that. Is because like most actors, especially like, up and coming people or big name people, they will turn down a superhero role because of the mask. Yeah, you know, because oh, you gotta see my face, you gotta see my face, and and he's like, give it to me. Yeah, give me the mask. Freaking, he he. We only saw his face once in the Dark Knight, right? Yeah, no. right. When they showed his his origin, or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's the only time they ever saw his face, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Ghost Brain here on, on Twitch He uh, also really liked His character in Inception uh, the, He brought the, the role grittiness You know High, high class con man and I was like yeah. <laughs> I think one of my favorite lines Like simply You're not thinking big enough And he pulls out the <laughs> Grenade launcher yeah. <laughs> It's like of course If I was in a freaking dream war Fuck yeah I'd make a much freaking Much better weapon Yeah <laughs> Like oh you're not thinking big enough <laughs> But yeah Venom came out And I mean, we're gonna get Venom. It looks like we're gonna get Venom too. Yeah, we it might. There might be a good pay. Like the 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 uh, the the tease. I don't know if I want to spoil this. Uh, this yeah. uh, we won't. We will not spoil. Yeah, you know? there's a really cool tease for of you know of another villain. If you're uh, familiar with Venom, then you're probably gonna be familiar with the villain that they teased, yeah. and they they picked a, a very interesting choice for an actor. Yeah. And a very interesting choice for a wig. <laughs> I will leave you with that. If you if you choose to go, give your money to Venom and stay yeah. and then stay all the way yeah. through the credits. I, I'm, I was already excited for that Spider Verse movie, but after seeing that clip, it looks really. Uh, I feel like there's not much. It's not. You're not really spoiling anything yeah. from Venom, but uh, Ghost Brain, you are. Uh, you might be uh, on the nose there. <laughs> I will not spoil anything, but if you're watching this on Twitch and you're seeing the the Twitch commentary, I will go wink <laughs> to you, Ghost Brain. You might be on the nose there. <laughs> Winky wink. <laughs> Oh yeah, but the, the Spider Verse. Yeah. So after the credits, they I like how they showed yeah. in another universe. Yeah. You basically got like 
that was like eight minutes. Like, it wasn't. It feels like it was a long. It was it, a long it, clip. I, we sat there for a while. I was like, wow, this is. I mean, are they just gonna show us a Spider-Man movie right now? <laughs> they they gave us a big freaking yeah. chunk of Into the Spider Verse, yeah. showing Miles Morales, showing uh, yeah, the Prowler, the Prowler, yeah. showing freaking Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and it was that was a really cool sequence. It kind of gave you a real feel of what that Into the Spider-Verse movie coming yeah. out. Now that movie, I'm incredibly excited for. Mm-hmm. Like, with everything that's come out, mm-hmm. I mean, freaking, we already knew. We have our Spider. We have you know Miles Morales Spidey. We have Peter Parker Spidey. We had uh, Gwen Stacy at the end of the first trailer. Mm-hmm. This the new trailer. We got Nicolas Cage as Spider Man Noir. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! One of my buddies who loves bad movies like Nicolas Cage. He's like, yeah. I have a ten foot erection right now. <laughs> and then John Mulaney as Spider Ham. Yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. One of the fr- my one of my first memories as a comic book kid was like seeing a what the hell is Spider Peter Parker Spider Ham. <laughs> Guess what? It's gonna get weirder. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, at, at the end, if, if you sit through Venom, you get about eight or eight minutes, seven yeah. or eight minutes of Into the Spider Verse. They show you in another universe, yeah. which made me think: Is Venom gonna come out in this? That's been a rumor for a while <laughs> that, that that Venom's gonna crash through, yeah. and then Tom Hardy will <laughs> do the voice. Because <laughs> it is a Spider, it's it's a movie about the the the, the Spider Verse. There's multiple Spider Mans throughout multiple universes. Yeah. And then, as the other thing, too, we were talking about how, you know, uh, one of the rumors was the reason why they went PG-13 for mm-hmm. Venom was so they could leave the door open for a Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man showing up at some point. Mm-hmm. But realistically, that Tom Holland Spider-Man would get destroyed by this Venom, right? <laughs> like, kind of? I mean, well, if he has the freaking, uh, if he has the, the suit from, uh, from Infinity War, he might be okay. <laughs> he might, right? <laughs> well, well, keep, well, also, to, to quote Venom himself... I'm kind of a loser from where I'm from too. I like you. T- I like you. You're a loser like me. Like, what kind of a dialogue choice is that? Honestly, that, that's where that well, that's one of those lines where I was like, oh come on, that's just lazy writing. No, I love when uh, it had me laughing was it was very comic book accurate where like you know the Sonics hurt him you know mm-hmm. like, but, but I love that, that that scene when when he's talking about that and he's just like and fire like he just throws yeah, it in there yeah. right? he's like yo hey watch out for fire too <laughs> fire's not good fire's not great either uh, see that I liked yeah. I was like it, you, we get all of his weaknesses very yeah. odd because you know they were hinting toward you didn't know the MRI machine is really fucking him up yeah. oh, we don't know why and you know, like, ah Sonic bad <laughs> also fire watch out for fire I like that. That that gets yeah. you. That know, gets the, the a person who doesn't know what's going on. It gets you information. Makes yeah. you understand. Oh, why is the the, the symbiote acting so weird? Symbiote. <laughs> and then what a waste of Jenny Slate. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Venom. I mean, I, I, you know, as I said, you know, your results may vary. I'm not going to tell you it's the worst thing. It's not the best thing. It, it wasn't great. It's a. Uh, Again, again it, it feels like an older movie. <laughs> it yeah. feels it feels like you know pre two thousand and eight. What 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 we got from Sony mm-hmm. and from uh, from Fox and from Paramount. The, those those kind of movies pre Iron Man before. But before Kevin same... Feige was like, no, <laughs> these need to make more sense. <laughs> but at the same time, though, it, 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 it's the source material. I mean, well, yeah, the what... source. They, really? they're, they're, handcuffed, they're handcuffed by the source material. You, you are correct. Like, yeah. really, we were going to get a great Venom movie. I mean, realistically, like... I that, that would have been... That, that's a stretch. That, that would have been a lot of work. Honestly, like, I, I, I like the character for what he is in the comic mm-hmm. books. But he, he's, there he's, he's a, a secondary character. Yeah, there isn't a great Venom miniseries out there. There isn't, you know, like... 
I'll see it right here. I got it. I see you. Oh. Uh, Ghost Brain says some says very good. Uh, I take these comic book adaptations as exactly that. Comic book adaptations. I always think they're supposed to be more fun than yeah. serious, really. Mm -hmm. And that's a very good point. I think that they can be taken too far from Marvel. Sometimes they can be a little heavy-handed yeah. and serious. But yeah, I think I, I think you made that point. I saw you were uh, responding like, book comic books are supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like, these yeah. movies are supposed to be fun. They're not not every movie needs to be the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight or the Dark Knight Rises. Mm -hmm. I think that inherently, like you've said before many times in regards to Man of Steel. Yeah. Superman is supposed to be a very, you know, like kind of like warm-hearted Boy Scout-esque, you know, the idealistic. This is an idealistic hero yeah. who has very, you know, Midwestern kind of old-school ideology. Mm -hmm. And in Man of Steel, he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and in uh, Batman vs. Superman, he's an even bigger asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get out of my town. So I think, like, what was it, Snyder tried to, like, I remember reading an interview, he tried to justify it by saying, like, oh, well, you know, he has to he has to earn that um, that hope or whatever. I'm like, no. That's no, he wasn't raised with hope. <laughs> see, all right, I see it. Again, see, yeah, see right here? Ghost Brain mentions something. I think the potential for Shazam is immense. A movie that can explore their comedic writing with the seriousness kind of being secondary instead of modeled and confused. Yes, see, everything I keep seeing yeah. from that Shazam movie that's like, all right, you know what? This could be another sleeper, like where people didn't expect Wonder Woman to be as good as it was. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, I agree with Ghost Brain. Where this kind of like, this movie actually does give me hope. Mm -hmm. Where it looks like it's gonna be some, it, it, I think it's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, which yeah. is something I, I think it's been missing because one of my favorite things about DC Comics when I was reading them as a kid, they were they were pretty fun. Yeah, for the most part. Well, I was even people, when they're trying to be serious, yeah. they were they, they still were pretty fun. As I always tell people today, it was just me out because if you look at it, like if you compare the comic books to the movies, the Marvel movies should be the dark and gritty because they always dealt with real problems, right? And the DC one should be like this crazy, like just you know, like fun, madcap, yeah. you know, all, all, all over the place, full of color and like you know, like, yeah, that, that, the, the the muted colors and the freaking. Yeah. The dark seriousness, where I like, where Zack Snyder, we've always said he's been, he's he's trying to make all the comics like Watchmen, like yeah, everything like that. Well, yeah. Watchmen was appropriate, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Watchmen was appropriate for that style because it was a dark comic book. That was like you know in the mid '80s when you know Alan Moore was writing super serious yeah. and freaking back when what's his face was less crazy. Um, oh, Frank Miller. Thank you. You yeah. knew exactly what I was yeah. talking about. <laughs> Frank Miller. Yeah. yeah. They, they, the, those late 80s created those kind of these darker ones which mm -hmm. oh they knew like comic book readers from the 70s were kind of growing up so they gave them the more adult books uh, <laughs> uh, Ghost Brain fears a little bit I always fear a little bit though it doesn't take much to turn your Shazam into a Kazam oh yeah you, you, you're you so right <laughs> Ghost Brain oh man <laughs> you never know how I can go and then uh, Ryan uh, see Kiet Fam on Facebook Live it's Chuck with superpowers turned to 11 yeah. you know because you, you literally have Chuck uh, yeah. I Zach Levi I Luckily, the the one year I worked, I got to meet him. He's a cool dude. Yeah. He's, he seems like a genuinely nice. I talked video games with him for like twenty minutes. <laughs> nice. I was showing him when I was playing on my three D mm -hmm. on my three DS, and we we're like geeking out over it. And he he seemed like a genuinely good dude. So like, I always like it when good dudes like that are in places like that. Where mm -hmm. I think he that his you know genuineness comes out in Chuck and everything that he's worked on. You see that he's like pretty good. And Ryan Tanaka here on Facebook, like we've been fooled by good trailers before. Yes, we have. <laughs> I, I'll be, I have been fooled before, and I'm sure at some I will be fooled again. <laughs> I am only human. <laughs> so hopefully Shazam is really good when that comes, and then I kind of build. Hopefully, because 
I don't know. There's always people think that say, oh, Marvel fans want DC to fail or DC fans yeah. want Marvel. No, we should always be com- we gotta be comic fans. I want everything yeah. to be good. I want to be entertained. At the end of the day, I want to be entertained. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't understand that whole idea because it's like, it's like, it's like you oh, can- you pick a side. I'm like, there's no sides. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's entertainment. Yeah. But at the same time, though, like, I think, I think it's, 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 I think people take too much, uh, they put too much into it. Like, it's, it's entertainment at the end of the day. Yeah. And so this whole thing of like you know even the idea of like oh we've been tricked by bad tra- by trailers, it, it that makes it seem like like you feel like they they yeah. haha we we snuck one by you yeah, like, we knew this movie's gonna suck you better watch it ah we got your money <laughs> you know what I mean like if, it's, it's weird like it's just no like you just if you want if you're interested go see it like right you know, I don't know yeah so, oh, uh, Ghost Princess. My friend is a trailer editor for Sony. I can tell you from personal experience, those guys can shine a turd. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think of the one of the most like blatant ones, but I can't. I can't think off the top of my head. I'm sure uh, our viewers here can rattle off a few yeah. <laughs> in the next uh, as as we transition topics here. So something else I want to talk about, of course, with you know corporations doing evil things. Obviously, we talk. <laughs> so this past week, man. It was announced that Toys R Us yeah. got pulled out of bankruptcy, mm-hmm. uh, the bankruptcy option, option. Yeah. like all their assets. Yeah, I, I'm like, I, yeah, what I, what assets could a Toys R Us have? You know, the giraffe, yeah. <laughs> their their brand name, all all these things. They actually have a lot. They they owned a lot of their own products mm-hmm. uh, within, the, and so apparently the investors who helped bring <laughs> Toys R Us into bankruptcy have pulled out and they're doing some fancy restructuring they're bringing it back they're rebranding it as a Jeffrey's Toy Box yeah so the, they're like it's not going to be Toys R Us anymore so everyone everyone started thinking oh yay Toys R Us is coming back it's like no it's not coming back yeah. all, all those empty husks of Toys R Us stores <laughs> will not be refilled with toys oh no 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I, I did a little bit more deep digging. I, I did a really good job of uh, preparing for this week. <laughs> I dig a little deeper. And no, they're just kind of uh, muddying things around. Yeah. I, obviously, I, I think the biggest thing is like these, in, I think, I almost think they deliberately kind of just tanked it to get rid of all this overhead. Because they, obviously, they were losing money. Yeah. They're getting their asses handed to them by Amazon. Mm -hmm. You you could go to to Target or Walmart and shop a comparable toy section of your standard toys. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get everything faster on the internet. So, their business model was inherently broken. And these, you know, capitalists, these venture capitalists, you know, investors, they're resetting it to, like, they're changing it into being just a brand now. Yeah. And, oh, they're not going to open stores. Like, people, oh, they're going to just open pop-up stores. I'm like, no. From what I said, from what I've read, because they, they came out, and there was a New York City Comic Con was going on, but apparently there was also some sort of toy convention going yeah, yeah. on as well. And they, they came out as a, uh, now they're going to be a, uh, a store within a store. So I guess that you could walk into like a, a some sort of large chain store, which also those places are probably should be worried as well. But yeah, they're gonna do a store within a store, like oh Jeff, Jeffrey's Toy Box, and it's all gonna be all of Toys R Us's old brand. All, they have all these brands of their yeah. own toys, so they're not gonna be carrying Lego and Hasbro and what whatnot. It's gonna be all their education toys, all their little kid toys, put into like a Coles or a friend. Yeah. Uh, with Nordstrom or what, what, or what have you, a, yeah. a store within a store, maybe just during the holidays. Let me see. Uh, ah, right here. 
Ghost Brand says, when I lived in the, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they went to restructure to go global. When I lived in K- say it's Kmart went back up, washed my clothes in Australia. They're huge. There's Kmart's everywhere. EB Games, yeah. I remember when EB went down. I, I was at GameStop when the whole collapse and merger happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of places like, uh, I think we talked about it before, Tower Records. Mm-hmm. They no longer exist here, but in Japan, yeah, yeah. the chain still exists. Yeah, because there they still love the older stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're they're restructuring into like maybe they will internationally open some TRUs. Yeah, <laughs> back up. But here in the states, it'll just be pop ups. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a, a mall kiosk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like during the holidays because we're gonna see that now that the holidays are coming up. All these mall kiosks will come up and it'll just be Joffrey, Jeffrey. I would say Joffrey. <laughs> I was thinking Game of Thrones. But Jeffrey, the, the, yeah. yeah, Jeffrey's Toy Box. And then that that's, yeah. seems to be their plan to kind of like leverage the brand into like, hey, we know you didn't buy stuff from us before, but now we're going to do this where we don't have to have as many people. Less employees, less yeah. overhead. They're not going to have to be paying the the rent. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's, it's a, you know, a restructuring to try to manage the billions that they owe everybody yeah. else they, they, they're they still going to owe money to all these all these yeah. toy makers but it just sucks uh, I, where I think this really sucks obviously it sucks for all the people who worked for Toys R Us because yeah. they basically got you know, built out of their jobs like mm-hmm. all these, these livelihoods all these livelihoods all these store managers store employees people like guys who worked at the giant warehouse in Rialto yeah <laughs> King Joffrey's financial safety is of paramount importance <laughs> Nice Game of Thrones re- reference. Yeah, so yeah, all those employees, and then they didn't get severance pay. Oh, I mean, they, they, they pulled the typical, oh, we're out of money. Sorry, fuck y'all. Yeah. But clearly they're not out of money. I mean, mm-hmm. they're restructuring their assets and money, and you know, all, the, all these investors, they're pouring more, more money back in to build it back up as a bit more manageable with a better overhead. I mean, yeah. You, you being a small business owner, mm-hmm. you have a small overhead. Yeah. You, man, you, yeah. So you don't have a whole bunch of employees. That's how you, you keep your costs down. You're going to try profit so they can get out of the crazy debt that they have yeah. by leveraging the TRU brand or the Joffrey brand. The brand of, you know, yeah. the, brand, the brand of Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, just, it, it feels kind of shitty. A lot of, like you were saying, some people, we've, we've seen some of our own friends on Facebook, like, oh, yay, it's back. It's like, you didn't support it when it was around yeah. in the first place, assholes. <laughs> I think that, that's the big thing. A lot of people yeah. missed it, but they never bought yeah. stuff from it. Yeah. And say, ah, say, oh, great. Ah, so you, you, you um, Ghost Brain, you're like the MVP today, man. Uh, hopefully they learned from Circuit City's research because Circuit City did something similar yeah, where they went out of business but opened an online store, but it didn't work out because yeah. it was still cheaper to go anywhere yeah. else. They were still overcharging immensely <laughs> for whatever services they were still trying to do. And weren't they trying to, like, I was reading something with it. There's, like, a couple little, like, mall stores still. City. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, like, there's, but I don't know if it's, like, the actual company or someone's using the name. Or, or you know. maybe they're licensing the name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Circuit City's collecting money from these people using the Circuit City name. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. We talked about, you know, Blockbuster was still open up until recently yeah. and freaking one in Oregon. And, like, there was a bunch in Alaska, but now that Alaska got all their internet, yeah. and then they don't need Blockbuster anymore because <laughs> now they can watch Netflix. There's, there's a... Uh, there's this YouTube channel that I watch every once in a while that they, where this guy will go into uh, abandoned storefronts uh-huh. and he'll just like you know like it's like a, he's like an archaeologist or whatever, right, but it's kind of interesting though because he, he went through like a, a Circuit City and as he's walking through it they'll they'll run like you know footage of like this is what happened this is why it doesn't exist. Do you know at one point Circuit City was selling cars over really? in uh, I don't know where is it Wisconsin or something? That's insane. Like their parking lot was actually like a car lot. <laughs> That's crazy. 
Oh, yeah. Ghost Brain worked at Circuit City when it died. They told us they had $4 billion in liquid assets and we'd never die. A week later, sold everything off the shelves and then sold the shelves. Yep. Oh, God. I remember when that came apart. Yeah. I remember when the wheels flew off of that. I was, I was picking up. Uh, I had to wait a little while because I remember like everything they, they did the 10%, 20%. Mm -hmm. Like, like uh, it's, isn't, I feel it's kind of sad now. Like, we're kind of used to all these places, yeah. you know. You know, going through the you you oh wait we gotta wait for them to get down to fifty percent then we go in and like vultures <laughs> <laughs> and take all this stuff. I, I, I always think for your store here like whenever I see like yeah. the, the store closing oh well, let me go see if there's some shelves that Pete can use <laughs> for the comic shop. <laughs> let me see if there's something useful at a yeah. reasonable price, <laughs> something they can use here. Yeah. Can, can this hold comics? Yeah. <laughs> it, that that display case I I forgot where that came from. That came from a liquidation. <laughs> this place he's over here yeah. inside <laughs> and I'm like well, one man's trash is another man's treasure you know that's that's how it goes oh just yes I remember yeah when Circuit City went down that, uh, I thought you know I honestly think thought Best Buy was it was going to say it was going to happen to Best Buy but they, they're kind of like hanging in there yeah. still they always figuring out a way like you know it's like it's, have you walked into a Best Buy recently? It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like mostly uh, uh, appliances. Like cell, phone. oh, yeah. cell, phones? cell phones and appliances. Yeah. It's like, oh, the video games are in the corner over here. Yeah. The computer is like, oh, okay, there's a geek squad and there's a few computers here. But hey, buy your cell phones. <laughs> or walk a, get a fridge. Or like, you know. I was like, oh, on, my, on, my, on my birthday, I walked into yeah. the Circus uh, Not Circus now, now we got Circus City on the brain. Um, Walked into the Best Buy. Yeah. I was like shopping for a phone. I saw the prices. And I'm like, ah, damn it. Gamer Ghost two nine zero nine six. Hello, welcome to our t uh, welcome to the stream. Um, yeah, and so yeah, I walked in. Yeah, yeah. they've really like the store has really changed over the yeah. course. So like, because yeah, obviously, all right. Yeah, we have we have a drinking game here. Anytime I mentioned when I work for Nintendo, you drink. <laughs> so back when I worked for Nintendo. Yeah. I got to see that kind of evolution where they they constantly kept remodeling the stores. You know, like the mm -hmm. seven years I worked for Nintendo, three years I worked for a tablet company. I got to see like this kind of transition where like oh they constantly shuffled the store around to whatever was hot. So like yeah. when video games were really popping off in 07, 08, when you know it was like freaking PS3, Xbox 360, Nintendo Wii, yeah. they moved the games to the front of the store. And it's like oh when tablets became big in freaking like 2013, 2014, they shoveled everything around. They put the tablets to the front. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, oh shit, tablets are fucking shit now. Like, now it's like, you try to find a tablet section in the store now. It's like, oh, no one needs tablets. We have these giant ass phones now. Yeah. <laughs> tablets are useless now. <laughs> it, it, it constantly shoves around. Right Obviously, their their big business is selling the phones, yeah. selling appliances. Because like I said, going to Lowe's is too expensive. Oh yeah. Best Buy was so, yeah, Best Buy is aggressive. I remember, they opened up a Best Buy in the husk of a Circuit City that closed down over here in Montebello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a, they're super aggressive. <laughs> a, although nowadays, they barely have employees. Yeah, it's kind of hard to think. See, I, see, I thought they were going to go out of business because I, I remember with Circuit City, what happened was, uh, the first thing that happened, they, they fired all the employees that like knew ever like all the employees that had awesome product knowledge mm -hmm. that were probably making a lot of money. They fired all of them, hired a bunch of people who didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like PS4? I do like PS4. I I am a multi-platform user. I like my PS4. I like my Nintendo Switch. If I had an Xbox One, I'd be using it, but I couldn't afford an Xbox <laughs> One. I still use my Xbox 360. <laughs> I they, they fired all the all mm -hmm. the high-paid people, hired a bunch of young people who didn't know anything. So the customer service went down. They're like, why aren't we selling things anymore? Because the person in TVs doesn't know anything about TVs. The person in... <laughs> and, all, and so they started cutting through, and then... 
obviously Circuit City went under. They, they kind of yeah. went underneath the weight of their own thing. And then I started seeing the same thing happen at Best Buy, where at Best Buy, they did the same thing. They went through and got rid of all the all their, you know, the people who made the most money, all, all the knowledgeable people. Yeah. And they started hiring young people, but somehow they managed to sustain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know where... Uh, I don't know, like I said, the, the, this catching on to whatever's popular right now. Yeah. And they, they, they're they hanging on. Uh, they did, they're just they're doing things. Yeah, Best Buy, yeah. Best Buy needs, oh, trying to knock on, on Facebook Live. Best Buy needs to go. The warranties are the worst. <laughs> As in, uh, Ghost, uh, oh, I was a fire dog. We couldn't compete. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the, that, was the, that was the equivalent of the Geek Squad, right? Uh, over at uh, Circuit City Fire Dog. <laughs> I believe that was, that was their Geek Squad. <laughs> Yeah, I, I generally I, I only like to go to Best Buy to take advantage of their of their <laughs> of their of their eighteen months of zero interest yeah. financing. <laughs> and the, that's they, I, honestly that's the only reason even to go to Best Buy it, nowadays it, is funny, re- to, to utilize their financing. Yeah, they're really aggressive with that too because I, I I get emails every week because like you know hey. why aren't you buying stuff and like. I got Use your Best Buy card outside of Best Buy. Yeah. You'll get points and we'll get lots of interest. <laughs> yes. Like, I got an email the other day. It was like, oh, uh, you can get 24 months of financing, uh, zero interest financing, for or $1,000 or more. I'm like, I'm not going to use that. <laughs> like, I know, yeah. Like, I don't need to use that. Like, <laughs> I'm still paying down the nonsense I, I, I buy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I paid off my TV just in like the TV I bought a few years ago. I paid off just in time, just before the interest kicked. Yeah. In. I'm like, nope, here's the money. <laughs> Fuck you, Best Buy. <laughs> See, uh, I was lucky. I was spared in order to, because he did car audio installs all the time, and no one wanted to train anyone to do that shit. Exactly. Yeah. So they they weren't gonna get rid of you because you can't train a, a person who doesn't <laughs> some some kid off the street to, to do car audio installs <laughs> when they started cutting out, getting rid of all the intelligent people. So I saw Best Buy did that. So get. To, to bring the train back <laughs> onto its rails. I saw Best Buy do that. But somehow, they survive. I, I, like I said, I think it's purely other their financing. Like, yeah. You can just walk up and get a credit card with them yeah. with, with very little effort. I saw, my, like I, I mentioned last week, my roommate got himself a credit card. He bought himself a 4K TV. So he he's in with them for 18 months or 24 months, yeah. however much his 4K TV cost him. <laughs> So it's ah I, I, again as the theme always goes when corporations get their get their mitts into our nerd stuff that's where it's mm-hmm. it starts to go bad and you know again you know Toys R Us uh, to, to circle back to Toys R Us I I always have positive memories that that was my first real job mm-hmm. you know, I, I worked at the comic book store for a very long time and I I think I got all my bad habits out of the way of being a bad employee. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. and then when I started working at Toys R Us, I understood oh shit this is real. <laughs> I gotta do this. Oh, gamer goes twenty nine. Oh yeah, GameStop is so expensive. Yeah, oh god, Oof. You, you gotta find some older episodes where I just totally go in on GameStop. I used to work there too. You <laughs> tripped me out was uh, the New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the day before the show started. Jim Lee did a signing at GameStop. Ah, that, that that makes sense because aren't, aren't they? I wonder if I mean, we talked about yeah. how they were gonna do comic books. I wonder if that ever got off the ground. Um, I was reading about that. They they did it in I forgot how many cities. Oh, they they picked some test markets, yeah. and I'm and sure it didn't work out well. Because the one in New York that they showed the pictures, like mm. you can see the spinner rag in the mm. background. But I think what's that other one? What's it called? Uh, there's a there's a thing they have. Another company. Think Geek. Yeah, 
So apparently that's going to be its own store or something? Yeah, no. They, yeah, obviously, GameStop is trying yeah. to utilize everything within their power yeah. to, to try to stay alive because they're, they're also experiencing all kinds yeah. of loss. I saw that on LinkedIn a few weeks, <laughs> a week or two ago where they're they're kind of taking it in the pants right now. <laughs> they're selling lots of hardware, but not enough so- yeah. software. And so here, here's a quick economics lesson. Hardware is really easy to move because people need that, but the stores don't make a lot of money off that. Yeah. Like, honestly, uh, like a PS4... I mean, uh, GameStop makes like ten dollars off that thing. Oh wow! Really? <laughs> the, the the product the profit margins are so low on those things. You they're, you're literally buying them almost at cost. I mean, obviously in your business you're buying comic books for way under cost, yeah. and so that's why you, you can afford to get stuck with some because you're making up with it on other stuff. Yeah. That's why GameStop they sell the hardware. They're they're super aggressive in trying to get you to buy games because that's where they make the money. Mm. They'll buy a game for 35, 30, 35 bucks, sell it for sixty. That's where the real money is. Yeah. Or where they really want to get you is the used games, where they buy a game for five bucks, turn around, and sell it for forty-five or fifty. Yeah. That's where they make. That's where they make their killing there. Yeah. But they're obviously struggling because people are not going there because they're still they, they charge so much. Like like GamerGo says, just go to Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> you go to Amazon, get it cheaper. You want a used copy of something? Go to go to eBay or go on Amazon. Go on eBay and you can find a used copy. Cheaper than that. If someone gets sick of their copy of Madden, they're probably flipping it for way less than paying fifty five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> or when uh, whatever the new game like uh, like Mega Man, like a like show contributor Urban Butampa, he bought the new Mega Man game. And he says hard as fuck. I'm sure there's a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of old men who are like, I remember Mega Man was so wasn't this hard. Yeah. People were trading it back in. <laughs> you know, then GameStop rips you off on the trade ins because mm-hmm. they oh you just bought the game for sixty bucks here's fifteen. What the fuck? Yeah. Fifteen dollars. And so you were saying Jim Lee was signed. Uh, yeah, but, and I look again. Into, I, we, I, we go on tangents here. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, I, ride, I ride the tangent wave. <laughs> that, and I looked into it though, because apparently the uh, GameStop got a um, exclusive deal with Funko. They're oh. doing these Jim Lee Funkos. Really? Where they're uh, they're uh, they're kind of like little dioramas almost. Uh-huh. So like that famous cover of Batman standing on the gargoyle. Mm-hmm. Like they made a Funko pop of that. But like in Jim Lee style? No, no, it's just still, a, it, well, it's like the color. It's still Funko. Yeah. Oh, okay, but I'm like, wait, like Jim Lee style is totally yeah. diametrically opposite of Funko. <laughs> and so like they, they, they actually posed the figure and the whole thing. It looks kind of cool. It's still the Funko figure. But that's why he was doing the signing there because that's an exclusive to uh, GameStop. To right GameStop. Now. Yeah, because that's how they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that's, that's the only thing that, that sustains them. Sometimes they'll get these exclusives. Yeah. Like when, when my last tour of duty was during, I think New York Comic Con was going on. Yeah. And they had a bunch of Funko Pops that were exclusive to yeah. that. <laughs> and it was like a Super Saiyan Trunks and yeah. a freaking Killing Joke Joker in his freaking Hawaiian mm-hmm. shirt. And so every GameStop got a handful of them. Like, so you couldn't go to, you couldn't go to New York Comic Con. Oh, go to your local GameStop. Every GameStop's going to have four of them. And like, you have all these people killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's insane. It's just eh, that, that's another. You know, I, I can go on and on about how much I don't like GameStop. <laughs> I have served. I have served three tours of duty there. <laughs> duty. <laughs> Am I saying that wrong? I oh, go on Think Geek to find merch. Well, well, well. No, you're not. You're not saying it wrong. It's just Think Geek is GameStop. GameStop bought Think Geek. Yeah. <laughs> Think Geek was its own thing, and then GameStop realized, oh shit. We make a lot of money. Like that's see, that's something else where that's a higher profit margin for them selling all of that geek stuff. Yeah. You know, you buy a backpack from them, oh, they probably paid five, six bucks and they're charging you fifty. Yeah. That's something else where they can 
make good profit, but a lot of people don't usually buy <laughs> mm-hmm. that stuff. A lot of times that sits on the shelves, and people will wait till it goes clearance. Mm-hmm. But even if they sell at clearance, fifteen bucks, they're still making ten mm-hmm. bucks off of that. They're like more that, like that. Uh, was that light up hoodie that me and Sam were gonna get? <laughs> yeah, the, the light up hoodie, the <laughs> the one that the, 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 yeah. you, you, you do the you, you do the motion that there was a fireball Hadouken. I, I, I looked it up the other day. It's still pretty cheap. I'm, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe, maybe a Christmas gift for you boys. If I if I get my money right, maybe maybe I'll look that up. And we can do an episode of the podcast where you, you and Sam are throwing fireballs at each other. <laughs> so, oh. So, I, 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 I remembered for another week. So, I like to do a segment called, What Did Dre Learn This Week? Yeah. I learned something this week. So, I, as I, uh, last Thursday, I, I was like, before... When you go see Venom, I was watching uh, The Good Place mm-hmm. on NBC. And unfortunately, I was watching it w- without a DVR. I was watching it like, like the way we used to. I, I'm so used to fast-forwarding through commercials, I was watching it with my Lady Rosa. And so I, we saw a, com- a McDonald's commercial mm-hmm. where the people were taking, in the, in the McDonald's commercial, they were taking their, um, their hash browns and putting it inside the Egg McMuffin. Oh, wow. It blew my mind. I never, in my 39 years of existence on this earth, that had never occurred to me to take my hash brown and put it in the goddamn Egg McMuffin. So naturally, Rosa and I, the, the following morning, so Friday morning, as we were, I, I was driving her to work, I'm like, we gotta stop at fucking, we gotta stop at fucking McDonald's and do it. Oh, oh my God. N64, just this place, Armbox. I will tell you a quick story. I have an N64 in my storage, and I only have two games for it. One game is WWF No Mercy. The other game, Star Fox 64. That's one of the best N64 games. Star Fox 64 is fucking Pace the Resistance. And the original PS1 Spider-Man, that's a fun game. And uh, I am going to be trying to stream PS4 Spider-Man at some point this week. So, Rose and I, we we, we stopped at McDonald's before I dropped her off to work. And we had to do it. We're like, all right. Two, two sausage McMuffins, two sausage McMuffins, two hash browns, boom, bam, bam, and you know what? I can't believe I've never done that. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> My God, I never thought put the fucking egg McMuffin inside the fuck, put the hash brown and egg McMuffin. Yeah. It was fucking great. I I can't not do it anymore. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I can't. I I cannot continue through life without putting yeah. the hash brown into the egg McMuffin now. I I. That my, my life has been forever and that is what I learned this past week there you go <laughs> as always you guys can follow us on our Facebook if you want to watch us on Facebook it's facebook.com forward slash Dre GB podcast you're watching us um, on on Twitch you're already watching on Twitch um, forward slash uh, twitch.tv forward slash Dre GB podcast oh ultimate Spider-Man I have that on my GameCube and I've never played it I want that's something I, I keep I keep wanting to do this retro series I literally one of the last things I bought from Best Buy was a TV with the old white yellow red no. connections because I had a TV with the old AV connections but it went it finally died no. after like 11 years I'm like no I need a TV with old retro connections <laughs> and I found one at Best Buy and I bought that got it on sale put it on the credit card it all circles back callbacks <laughs> so yeah I found my GameCube the other day so I can play it uh, so every week I'm gonna try to play some like retro games like last week I did um, 
Last week I did uh, Super Mario Brothers three. A lot of people watched the shit out of that. So I gotta, I, I have to do some more retro games. And there you go. I unearthed the GameCube. I'm about to go swing by my mom's garage and go find the box full of GameCube games. Gonna go <laughs> find my. I have my box of PS one games. So I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I think that's gonna be the next retro where I'm gonna play a PS one game. I don't know what it will be, but it'll. I don't know if I have Spider Man. I have to look for that. I know I have Ultimate Spider Man on GameCube. That game, like I remember, that was one of the last games I bought at GameStop before. I, I left GameStop to go work for Nintendo. Take a drink. <laughs> so you can always follow us on social media at Dre GP Podcast. You can follow Pete at Nostalgic Comics. That's the, the Twitter for his comic book store, which we are in right now. We broadcast here every Monday. If you love comic books, we do a show every Wednesday night at 8.30 Pacific, the Multiverse Comic Book Show, where we just talk comics. We talk about whatever comic book news is going on. We talk about the brand new comics that come out every Wednesday. It's, it's a very comic book focused show. That's on Wednesday nights where Pete is the host and I am his Doctor Who-ish like companion. I'm the companion. We're like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Tell me what's going on, Doctor. <laughs> and then again, like I do try, uh, we're, uh, I'm trying to find time to do more gaming streams during the week I might be doing them earlier in the day like last time I did it about 4 o'clock and it actually got a lot of reaction so I might be doing a lot more gaming streams around like 3 or 4 o'clock when I'm not dead asleep from working at 5 in the morning yeah. those days so there will be more gaming streams uh, my roommate has handed me his copy of Spider-Man so I really keep wanting to start that and do a full stream of me just playing through that uh, there will probably be more Mario 3 and more retro streams once I get that TV and all my old systems unearthed and working I want to do retro stuff like two three times a week so thank you so much for watching we're here every week Monday nights for Dre's Geek Philosophy we, obviously we talk about all kinds of stuff like today we talk about Venom we talk about Toys R Us we talk about all kinds of nonsense we're talking a little bit of retro gaming we're here every Monday night 8pm every Wednesday night 8.30 Pacific and randomly throughout the week watch us on Twitch watch us on Facebook mm-hmm. everything gets archived to the tube of you um, thank you so much and if you don't want to see our faces <laughs> We record an audio version of this, which is available on iTunes, available on SoundCloud, and available on Stitcher. So you can take Dre's Geek Philosophy with you everywhere you go, whether you want to or not. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Thank you to all of our our, uh, to our viewers on both. We had a lot of interaction. Thank you, Gamer Ghost. Uh, thank you. Let me know the other one. Ghost Brain, thank you guys so much for contributing on Twitch. It was really awesome that we got a lot of interaction on both our Facebook feed. Again, I always emphasize this is an interactive show. Uh, the show wouldn't be the same if we didn't have our live audience chiming in and ta- and, 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 and giving us content to, to fire back, answering your questions, reacting to your comments. Thank you so much. Have yourselves a good night. We will see you guys for sure on Wednesday night for the Multiverse Comic Show. So, Pete Malini, this is Trace Rontas. Have yourselves a good night, and we'll see you next time. Boop. And boop. And I'm going to boop the podcast right (laughs) now. Podcast, you're getting booped. As soon as I find the stop button. Stop button.